Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, bold resolutions for 2012. It's been a good series, and we are going to close it out this week with um, everyone's favorite topic, and definitely yours and mine, failure. Are you calling me a failure? (laughs) Is that why it's my favorite topic? Because you are a lifelong learner. That's right. Because you fail so often, I was thinking that maybe you might like this topic. (laughs) No, but see, that that highlights uh, what we're about today so much because, oh, what is it in our culture that has got failure in the category of being so horrible, so negative, you know? Well, there's lots of reasons for it. My favorite is the insecure boss who needs to validate their own promotion by pointing out what other people cannot do and what they have done wrong. And it exasperates this issue with misinterpreting failure because it becomes this uh, black mark. It becomes this negative appraisal that everyone's avoiding. So now everyone's energy is spent you know, avoiding anything that resembles a mistake or a failure, so people aren't trying, and people aren't going for it. So we think for 2012, and this climate of fear and caution that our economy is still in, is that one of the resolutions that we need is to rethink failure, that we are suggesting for you, is to rethink it and take it out of the negative, horrible, um, bad boy, bad girl category, and put it into the constructive um, learning category. That something didn't work, and so now we have the opportunity to learn something and make adjustments. Well, I like that, considering um, I think we are coming from a place in the work culture where failure has just become synonymous with losing everything. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just because of the kind of recklessness that went on with some of the ways in which, you know, uh, companies, banks, you know, economies were handled. And so we, we really have this place where we just, we will do anything to not make it, but it's because we have this sort of all or nothing approach to, you know, or some people had an all or nothing approach to business. It was like, we're just going to make money and we're just going to ride this until we can. And then, yeah. Or you either win and if you don't win, you lose. But here's what we, why we want to change this, you know, almost just swap the word failure for learning is, you know, if we're thinking outside of the box, which was our first resolution, then we're, we're looking at things from completely different perspectives. If we're building teams instead of filling jobs, we're complementing each other well, and we're collaborating better. And the human component, which is just core, no matter what we do, is um, thriving. And we're doing stuff. We're getting, you know, off of the chair and creating opportunities and trying things. And a different approach to failure is absolutely wonderful because what it does is if it's learning instead of losing, as soon as something doesn't work, as soon as something starts going south, you can learn from it and adjust. So instead of holding to one's guns because you don't want to you know, admit that you overspent or chose the wrong software package, you know, People you know, dig their heels in and problems escalate and exasperate themselves in their own you know, cycles. If failure is merely learning, then you know what? These teams are learning earlier and adjusting sooner than anyone else. So they are more likely 
when there is still time to make a meaningful adjustment, doing so and deciding differently than people who are scared to death of doing anything because might not work. Well, and that's what I was thinking. It. I guess our goal really shouldn't be avoiding failing mm-hmm. or avoiding something not working or something not being what we intended it to be. That can't be our goal. Because if that's the case, then we never take risks, no opportunities. Nothing happens. We're stuck. And that's how we started the series. That's what's going on in the economy right now. Everybody's waiting. Everyone's on the sidelines. Everyone's not trying, wait, you know, holding out until they are sure, until there's certainty that the decisions they make and the paths they go down are going to work out for them. And we can't, we don't get that kind of knowledge. And, and we're saying it's not even worth waiting. We've got our lives to live. We've got our own businesses and families to provide for. So we want to be people who can take a element of risk. We want to take some sort of initiative. We want to be aggressive to a certain degree. And what we've been doing with this series, with these series of four resolutions, is making that possible so that it's not you know, the rash, impulsive, greedy process of rushing ahead that was so disastrous this decade, but isn't, you know, isn't the, the, the fearful kind of trapped, stuck waiting mode either. So we, we are being creative. We're getting off our seats. We're finding the right people. And we're learning from everything we do and adjusting as soon as possible because that learning process is worth something in the meantime. And we are on the road to whatever opportunities we're either creating or will be emerging from what we're doing while everyone else is still, you know, way back at the starting gate, just waiting until, you know, whatever. Someone else gets the train going. Well, and it strikes me that in learning, there's always, you know, I mean, just a, there's always like a, a, what I call checks and balance. Let's say you're going through a course. There's always a quiz. There's always a, there's always the end of the year exam, a final, so that there's a way to gauge. I mean, I'm just talking about a traditional approach to learning as an example of there's always sort of this checkpoint where you kind of assess what's going on, like what's impacted you, what you've kind of kept in, what you, you know, and in a way that's what we're missing in failure or at least that mistake that's that we often go from, we are caught off guard and that's why it's so devastating. And I think what you're suggesting is keep those checks and balances in there, keep the pop quiz, keep the Mm -hmm. final, keep the midterm so that you aren't caught off guard by something completely. You have some way of evaluating what's good and what isn't. Exactly. Well, what you're pointing out is that we, we want to stop paying attention. What we want to do is we want to come up with the formula. We want to apply it and just be able to let it roll. And what we need is a way to to stay attentive so that yes, you know, in our leadership model, which is, this constant process of assessing and decide, assess, decide, assess, decide, and you're adjusting along the way, you know, requires attentiveness. And that's learning. And that turns, you know, mistakes and failures into something constructive. You know, you're redeeming them. They're becoming something that they weren't before. But if they're just something bad all by themselves, then that's the end of the process. So then you need to punish someone or you need to have a consequence. You're almost like raising children. You know, that kind of learning 
cuts off creativity. It cuts off the willingness to risk. It cuts off the desire to try new things because the payoff to get either a reward or be punished for it isn't worth it. Well, if you're always rewarded, if you're always, this is your learning, it's always moving towards something, then a lot more people will get in the game. I think the most, what I'm hearing from you is whatever it takes so that we our, the culture has just become one of paralyzation and fear and waiting, waiting for things to get better, waiting to get to where we were. Mm-hmm. And that may not happen. It's not looking like it's happening. If it is, it's not happening anytime soon. So we can't live in that waiting game if we want to be innovators, if we want to be progress, if we want to be successful in more ways than just monetary, if we want exactly. to be fulfilled. No, excellent point. That's why we're calling them bold resolutions for the year that, you know, we want to be people who are, you know, taking responsibility for our own lives and making something out of them, making it at home and at work and passivity and uh, fear isn't going to do it. And you, and you hit the nail on the head. So think outside the box, build a team, don't fill a job, create your own opportunities and rethink failure. And this will position you in a poise of action, of thinking, acting, adjusting that will move you forward. And you'll be able to deal, I promise you, you'll be able to deal with all the unknowns involved because you're paying attention and adjusting along the way. And I hope you join us in these bold resolutions for 2012. Thanks for joining us. We're on the web at boldenterprises.com. See you next time. This podcast is a Gold Enterprises production.